Marketing 99% Podcast with your host, Andy Cove, sharing excellent marketing. Subscribe now. Hi, so today I'm joined by Andrew Heathcote, the CEO and founder of Origins of Motion, a promotional video agency. Uh, we're here to talk about excellent content marketing um, and video marketing in particular. So thanks for coming on, Andrew. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Awesome. Uh, so my first question is kind of more of a looking at the mistake side of uh, marketing and con- video content. So what are brands getting wrong at the moment with their video content? So... Um... I, I, by the way, I don't always get this right. So I don't want to <laughs> right straight at the top of the podcast, like everybody else is doing it right, and I've got all the answers. But I think you know, I think like with any types of marketing, it's um, it's a very broad topic, um, and you can go you can go wrong in a lot of different ways. But I think some of the kind of typical mistakes that that we make is that we create. I think sometimes like you kind of there's a tendency to listen to the client a bit too much and you can end up producing content which is a bit bland or a bit corporate, um, which, you know, in the right circumstance, that can fulfill a really important role. If if the purpose of that video content is to sit on, you know, a large organisation's website and to be informative and to educate, then, you know, that might be fulfilling its objective and that's absolutely fine. In other cases, it's horribly boring and no one's going to watch it. Um, So that's I think another mistake is kind of not thinking about the distribution. So I think this is a big one. Like Mm. I started kind of our our company like five years ago. And particularly in the early days, we were working with like very small businesses. And the number one mistake was that we'd we'd make this video. We'd be really proud of it. We hope they were proud of it too. And then they'd release it to Facebook. Everyone's really excited. And um, because obviously Facebook was the thing then kind of thing. Um, then nothing else ever happened with it. They might have put, you know, two, three thousand pounds into this this little video, and yeah, it's just that's that's it. They don't know what to do with it after that. It goes on the website, not getting any traffic to the website. So I think thinking about the distribution is really, really important. Um, and you know, and I suppose you know the third the third thing is which which the side that I like, I guess, is trying to be. It's not a mistake necessarily, but I think whenever you can try and be as creative as possible, I think that's a that's a great thing. That's you know, yeah, what we yeah. all like, about Martin. I guess is, is is getting people's attention and doing things to stand out. Great, and and other than uh, your recent video, kind of want to make money, which has been in my head for a long time. <laughs> um, what are some of the latest video uh, campaigns that you've really liked in the marketing world? So it's an interesting question. So I. Funnily enough, I don't really watch very much TV. So like mm-hmm. a lot of the adverts that are kind of circulating, like the latest adverts, I don't I don't tend to kind of really watch. But the online ads I kind of see quite a bit. There's some companies over in the States that I that I follow and that I really like. These may not be like kind of the latest campaigns, but like I've always loved like Dollar Shave Club. Mm. Have you seen those campaigns? I, I can remember the original one. I haven't seen, I haven't really kept on top of the, the recent ones. That's not a recent example by any stretch. Um, yeah. but there are companies that we follow over in the States who do kind of similar things to what we do and kind of, you know, I, I find really inspiring. And some of their, some of their videos um, are really great. So there's one um, that is, I think I've wrote it down actually, um, which is... Doo-doo-doo. 
Squat Potty. That's it. Squat Potty. <laughs> it's for it's it's for a product called Squatty Potty. Okay. And slogan, right? Is um is the number one way to number two. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's very great. It's very kind of dollar shave club. Like I love that type mm. of content because it just appeals to my sense of humour. Um, and there's another campaign that was created by the same company that was for chat. Um, it was for I think it's chat books. That is right. Yeah, chat books. Which is again, it's that kind of like, really humorous approach. Yeah. Um, I think they're you know this company in particular that I follow. They kind of they they. They're very much they create it's highly creative content and they distribute it really well. So I think it's a real inspiration for kind of for, for me and my company and what we aim to do and we're trying to kind of accomplish, I guess. Yeah. I mean the the Dollar Shave Club example is absolute unicorn, isn't it? Because it was just I think it cost him something like eight hundred dollars or something silly like that, and it got a hundred million views or something. And the return on investment of that is just unreal, but yeah, it's, it's just humour, I suppose, wasn't it, with, with that? Yeah, and I, th I think like I think those videos, they're very cleverly written scripts, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of time and a lot of attention kind of got into it. I think like whenever you kind of think, oh, it's there's a tendency to think, oh, there's this kind of like really creative idea, or they've gone down a funny route, at least. They've gone down a funny route. And I think there's a, you kind of think, oh, well, they're just being kind of, loud and out there and that's how they get their attention but so often when you actually analyze those scripts they're so well written mm. um, and i think like the marketing messages within them are you know often very clear as well so that that that's like the original isn't it yeah <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah the gold and i suppose the other videos that i've mentioned are along the same lines we created one very like we basically created our own kind of little version of like a dollar shave club video um it was like three years ago or something three four years ago yeah uh, and we literally just ripped off dollar shave club and uh, we initially put it on facebook and it never kind of really went very well yeah and a colleague of mine was like let's put it on linkedin like sort of sort of 10 10 months ago something like that and um that that was one of our bits of content that really blew up and went great <laughs> um which was which was kind of fun yeah Great. And and just touch on the kind of uh, curation process when you're looking to um, create videos. What what does that look like? Do you kind of storyboard everything or where, where does your inspiration and ideas come from? Could you just explain to everyone the, the, the process you go through? Yeah. So to tell you the truth, we don't necessarily have a set process. So it will mm -hmm. kind of really range on you know, it will depend upon the type of video that, that we're creating. You know, if it's kind of down more the corporate route or it's videos for LinkedIn or social media, we tend not to storyboard. We tend to keep things really stripped back. Um, mm. And, you know, for example, if it's interview led, then we let the interview lead and we, and we um, kind of build the story from there. So that's kind of one way of working. The other way of working really is just to kind of, it's kind of, you know, all kind, all kind of hands on deck. We've, we've got a team of, of six people. So kind of our approach is like anybody can come up with a great idea just because, uh, you know, yeah. Michael is a cinematographer doesn't mean that he, do you know what I mean? We've, yeah, anybody, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's kind of golden nugget of an idea. So really it is just about collaboration. Um, and I think different people work well in different ways. I, I definitely am someone who bounces, likes to bounce ideas off of people and feed off of other people's energy. And I think it's all about that. And we just kind of have this kind of understanding, I guess, um, that we've tried to develop of like, like 
you hear it a lot, don't you? No idea is a bad idea. <laughs> Sometimes you chuck out an idea and everyone looks at you like you're an idiot. But um, I think that's, for me, that's the most important part of, part of the process. Yeah. Um, obviously, the client is always involved kind of prior to that process. So it's kind of always an understanding of, right, okay, what do you want to achieve? You know, you know what's our end goal? What's the message, et cetera, et cetera, with the client? We then go away and we have this kind of big kind of like brain dump and we put all these things out there. And then we try and kind of hone it from there and we put together kind of mood boards. Storyboards definitely kind of plays a part. Our creative process tends to be kind of that brainstorm then tends to be we come out of that with like an idea that we're most fond of. We then tend to script that idea and then we kind of add the visuals to it. So we storyboard and add visuals to it after that. Then we go back to the client and kind of it goes from there really. That, yeah and do, do, uh, is that all kind of just on paper are you doing it on boards or anything or i suppose it's different right now with everything that's going on is do you use any software or anything like that to put it all together we so we use just across the board in our business we use monday.com so we use that for, for all kind of project management stuff um so any ideas that we have kind of project related they go on a tab relating to that specific project and that's how we try and kind of keep it all organized so you know all of our team members like to work in different ways. My colleague Joe is like very, you know, he's, um, you know, Generation Z and uh, he's uh, Gen Z. Um, and he, uh, you know, everything is on some bit of software somewhere. Whereas I like pen and paper, I like to write things down, I like to scribble on a board. But we always make sure that we just take pictures of that stuff and then we kind of, you know, bring it all together in Monday.com. Um, that works quite nicely for us, yeah. Great stuff. Um, and then the kind of important question here is what what does make it really successful uh the video content side what do you mean in terms of like why is video good for marketing or um so what what goes into making it uh, a, a video really kind of hit what what makes a hit video basically so i think it's first and foremost i think it's really understanding the platforms that you're going to be distributing on um that goes you know that will go into kind of that will sort of seep through the production. Um, for example, a client wants us to produce content for TikTok. Obviously, we want to produce vertical video as opposed to horizontal. Yeah. So little decisions like that kind of factor in. Knowing the distribution is really important because it kind of tells us as much as anything how quickly we want to get into our sort of core message and or how quickly we need to you know capture people's attention and what opportunity we've got to do that. You know, if we're producing a campaign for for YouTube, it might be it might have a different feel the start of that video to something that is for, for LinkedIn. Um, but it might be applicable to both. So I think that's, um, that's really important. I think having an understanding that you do have really the necessity to capture people's attention is very important. Like I think, you know, you see so many videos online um, which kind of just indulge the, the filmmakers that have made them. Yeah. Um, and they're like incredibly shot, and but there's no real reason or for, for it having taken that creative direction, other than the fact that like the director wanted to use some rowers. I actually I saw a video around this once where um, it, the the product was a was a pram, like a kids pram, this like high end kids pram, and they decided to combine like these sort of nice product shots with yeah. the story of a guy rowing on a river and it just made absolutely no sense other than 
like the cinematographer was great and the shots looked amazing, but it made, it didn't hang together other than that. So I think sometimes like that can that that can happen. Like I think if if you're commissioning video production companies, you kind of need to be. I don't know if you're the marketeer. I guess a lot of video companies aren't coming at it from that marketing point of view. They're coming at it from a mm. point want to make a, a a film that I love. You know, I think yeah. I went tangent there but i'm not sure <laughs> no it's good it's good awesome uh so on some kind of quick fire questions now and the answers don't have to be quick fire but um what brands inspire you right now and what do you think they're doing right what brands inspire me right now that is a really tough question <laughs> um, in terms of video um do you know what, like the, the videos that really inspire me are those that I see on um, like crowdfunding platforms. So it's not necessarily a specific brand, but I think like their campaigns that I often see that I think they're really inspiring because it's like when we when we were talking about um, kind of Dollar Shave Club. Yeah. It may have cost them like $800 or whatever, but the video is incredible. And I think like yeah. the resourcefulness of some of those companies because they're putting things together on a shoestring is incredible. And the videos that they come out with, because you know the resources they've got are maybe more time um, and their enthusiasm, they're at the start of the yeah. journey. Things that they come up with and the wacky angles and stuff. I think mean, I think that's I think that's really inspiring. Um, yeah. So that doesn't immediately answer your question, but um, no, it's good. It's a good answer. There. I think like just to touch on that. I think from. I've noticed the same thing about Kickstarter and things like that, where you see their videos. And I think part of that probably comes from when you have a founder's vision that's so strong, and then they probably work with a, a, a kind of person like yourself to get that across. It, it's mixing that passion and the the professionalism. So that's probably why that really that's probably a reason why those videos are really good. But a really strong idea of their outcome as well, haven't they? So like, yeah, you know again going back to kind of the mistakes that people sometimes make with videos you know you're not really that clear on your outcome do you want to generate leads off this do you want to put it into a paid campaign is it you know you know what 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 is your outcome but those guys have got a very very clear idea and so therefore they're very motivated to take mm -hmm. a risk or to do something a bit different or to make sure the message is absolutely crystal clear before they move on to production so um i think that that Great, great. Um, so what tools and software, whether it's in, I know we've mentioned monday.com uh, already, uh, what tools or software should people uh, in video marketing be using? So I think the biggest one, a very simple tool for me is rev.com. Um, you know, with, you know, it's not just kind of one-off video productions that we do, it's also like LinkedIn content and stuff. And particularly when you come to that social media side of things, it's a really obvious bit of advice, it seems, to me at least, but to be subtitling everything is really, really important. So rev.com is just a subtitling um, sort of right. platform um, and it's very cheap and it's very easy really to kind of implement, saves you lots of time. So rev.com is, um, is yeah, would be my recommendation, I guess. Great. And um, if you, would you mind sharing what uh, editing software you use for your videos? Yeah, so we, we've actually transitioned. So we were using Premiere Pro. Um, so that's Adobe software, and we have transitioned back to using Final Cut Pro 10. 
which was a controver controversial discussion in our uh, office at the time. But yeah, actually, having moved back over, because I say back over, because when I started the business up five, five, six years ago, um, I was using Final Cut, um, and that's what I used for a number of years until we kind of then started growing the team, and the team were just used to using Premiere, so that's what we did. But we found like recently Premiere to be very buggy, like again, mm -hmm. like stuff like subtitling and things which should be very, very easy, just can end up taking a lot of time. Um, and Final Cut, you know, since we've started using it again, we've just found more enjoyable, to be honest. Um, yeah. I think you've got a lot of the same functionality, but it's kind of just a bit more user-friendly and a bit, we found it more enjoyable to use. So, so yeah. Great. Um, in terms of books or um, blogs or podcasts, uh, it, and this doesn't have to be on video, but it'd be great if it is. Uh, it can be around marketing. Is there anything, any books or anything you recommend for people to learn more? So I'm the book I'm reading at the moment is um, is by a guy called Lucas Senatore. Um, he's actually we're based in Cambridgeshire. He's he's based yeah. in Cambridgeshire as well. I know him from kind of local kind of local business sphere. But they've built he's built a really successful agency, um, which is a they deal with retail-only brands, and they do uh, kind of like paid ads and stuff for, for retail-only brands. And it's 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 called um, the book. Let me look that up. That he has released is called. Um, I think it's called it's called the Agency Build, Grow, Repeat. Okay. I haven't finished that book yet. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> that book, really enjoying it. I just think it was, you know, really practical. You know, I suppose I'm in a headspace right now, as a lot of people will be, you know, during the kind of lockdown and everything of, um, you know, how do we take things forward after this? How do we improve? How do we become more? How do we, you know, it's just that period of reflection. So this book I found really useful because it's just really practical. Um, some of the things I feel like, you know, I probably already know, but I'm not doing or it's a great reminder. Um, and it's just kind of packaging it all together. So it's a really easy kind of process of, right, do this, then do this, then do this. Um, and hopefully that will help us grow our, our little agency. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, where do you think marketing professionals should be spending most of their time uh, when creating video content? Where should they be spending most of their time? Um, where should they be spending like 80% of the time if, if in that Pareto law kind of uh, principle? I, I think they should be spending most of their time thinking about their audience. Um, mm -hmm. Most of the time, thinking about you know the messaging and, and what's going to land because I think you know there, there have actually been studies done of like right if you have a video worth 100k, you have a video worth 10k, and you have a video worth 1k. I don't know who's done the study, but I'll be, you know then uh, that through to you after. Um, but there have been these studies where they've compared right does that mean a better result if you spend 100k? And like quite obviously, it all comes back to what the message is and, and how you know well crafted that is uh, in terms of bringing that to life but I think if you spend all your time thinking about you know target audience how they think how they behave what their um, you know buying process is then you leverage your video content from that and my belief is it will be so much more powerful as a result um, yeah great great and um, if you a bit of a random one if you could place an ad with uh, anywhere in the world with any message on it where would it be and what would it say Okay. Uh, okay. So anywhere in the world, I think I would have to place an ad, prime time, half time Super Bowl ad. You know, like TV commercial. 
million dollars every 30 seconds yeah yeah i mean i'm not paying for it so i'm just gonna put it uh, what would it say i think i think i think my message would be the reason that i'd want to do that is because i just think that's you know like i I stayed up to watch the super bowl this year and like the 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 ads were so like i just loved it and i love the whole like tradition of people staying up to watch the ads it's a bigger part of that the game but i think my message would just be like particularly right now and particularly with everything going on i think it would just be just just be kind and good stuff good stuff um where can people find you if they want to hear more and do you have any request of the audience uh so the best place to find me is on linkedin uh so my full name is andrew heathcote um and that is as you would expect uh, my linkedin uh how you can find me on linkedin um and yeah just just to connect and say hi and um yeah just you know i try and uh, keep an I don't know open dialogue and and try and follow along with people's journeys on linkedin so that's that's the main place and if they feel yeah. like checking out some of our work it's originsemotion.co.uk perfect and yeah i mean i definitely would recommend people to give you a follow on linkedin because you're producing a lot of content at the minute um and that's anything from just sharing kind of your videos that you're producing or just general personal stuff that's quite interesting so made a video about deleted linkedin off your apps and things like that and they're just gen- generally interesting videos so I just want to echo that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, and kind of just the final question to end, um, to summarise this podcast in a single sentence or maybe a short paragraph, uh, what do you think would make people excellent in the area of video marketing? Um, I think to make you excellent in the area of video marketing, be willing to stand out, to think differently. Um, and I think that's okay if not everybody gets it. Um, and to think about distribution. Great. Awesome. Well, I've loved that, Andrew. So thank you very much. And I'll speak to you again soon. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you very much for having me on. And uh, yeah, best. cheers. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Marketing 99% podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please tag us on LinkedIn. Tell us what you thought of the episode. Please subscribe to the podcast for all the latest episodes. Thank you.